with our mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. And we are Living Multigen. Welcome to Living Multigen. I'm Sarah Carter. And I'm Tom Carter. And we live in a multi-generational household here. Uh, it's been a while since we have done a podcast episode. So thank you so much for uh, listening and our apologies. Life has kind of gotten in the way. And so uh, we're excited to be here with you today and um, look forward to having some more conversation Um and we're thinking a lot about how we can leverage and or um, position living multi-gen to really help in these times. There's a lot of changes happening here in 2020. Um, some good, some bad. You know, obviously, we, we are all experiencing a major change in our lives. And we're just trying to adapt. And we're trying to figure out how to navigate everything. Um, and I don't want to... Um, you know, obviously make it, make it somewhat, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for, but yeah, I don't want it to be. Yeah. I think with, with all this, with the COVID going on with us being in, being forced to be indoors and as a family more, I mean, usually your kids are going to school uh, and, you know, you have that break from them, but now it's like everybody's here, you know, and how we kind of function through that. And we're homeschooling now. Uh, we decided to, to pull that trigger. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of changes that I think why we haven't done a podcast in a while. They're just, we went through a lot of changes and, you know, your work's been busy and, and so has mine. And your work has been busy. Yeah. And we are, I mean, indoors. I mean, we're spending more time outdoors because yeah. it's summertime, but it's in a very different form. I mean, you know, we, the boys usually would have 4-H and fair. Mm. And of course we would be going to a fair or doing something like that. And there's, you know, none of that. And there's restriction at the beaches locally where, you know, you're somewhat you know restrained naturally. I don't want to, you know, by no means am I, you know, wanting to, you know, speaking negatively on that. I totally understand. Um, but it's just challenging to navigate this. And, you know, what we would specifically want to talk about today and we've been, it's been weighing on our minds and I'm sure it has been with everyone is, you know, the children. Um, this is something that I think, you know, I really want to focus more on, not just within our family, but, you know, as a country, as a community, mm-hmm. the children and what they're, what they're dealing a lot with. Of changes. Oh yeah. And how can we, how can we relate to them? Because when we were younger, we didn't have to go through this. So it's like, they're going through changes and it's new for us. Yeah. I've been saying it's, it's kind of funny and ironic. You know, we grew up, I grew up, I was an eighties. Well, I grew, I was born in, in the late 70s, 78. You were born in 78. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we were in a time where, you know, things weren't bad. It wasn't, you know, but I remember my parents saying, you know, we had to trade, you know, traipse through three feet of snow <laughs> to get to the grocery mm-hmm. store and, you know, and I get it. That was a tough time. But now I think these kids have have it on us. I mean, they're going to say to their children, we, you know, stopped our lives in 2020, yeah. couldn't no go to school, school, couldn't socialize with our friends. Well, then you also think about are their kids can be related to that. I mean, like, what does school look like? And how, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean our culture yeah. and is, you know, how we engage socially. Mm-hmm. The culture, the mindset, it's changing so rapidly. I find it changing for myself. And, you know, we live, we live um, 20 minutes from a grocery store and we live 
you know, in a more isolated, safe, sustainable, self-sustainable type of situation. We have a small farm and garden and goats. We milk goats and we have chickens and we have pigs right now. Um, they're 4-H pigs. Um, and so, you know, we get kind of wrapped up in our world and we forget what's out there. Well, I hadn't driven my car in... I think it's, I think I it was three weeks. I mm-hmm. actually might have been more because that we had been on that and vacation. Before that was another three weeks. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> it. So then yesterday I went into the city. I mean, it's you know I went in and did some shopping. I actually went to Costco, um, and it's like you know it brings it all back. I mean, I'm just not used to going in stores wearing masks as often as I think probably most people are who live in you know, live in communities and have the access to retail um, or more access to retail businesses. So it's, you know, it's taken some adapting and to, and I know you're exposed to it all the time, so it's not anything too heavy to you, but I'm thinking about it from the perspective of me. What about my children? You know, they aren't exposed as much just like myself, but, you know, we did go on a vacation a few weeks ago, vacation, we went into the Tetons and went into the mountains of Idaho just to kind of self-isolate after social distancing. But, you know, we wore our masks wherever we went, even on the, you know, we had them on the trails and everyone else had them on the trails. And so it was a, it was the first real exposure the kids had had. And I just remember one night we were all turning out the lights in our, in our um, RV. And Elijah said, Liam, you know, I just, I wish that coronavirus would just go away. And I think that was the first, like, I feel really bad for saying that, that that was the first time that it really kind of hit me that I realized that, you know, Hey, this is, this is a lot for these little guys mm-hmm. and gals and, and um, you know, what are we doing to support them? So that being said, you know, today we want to talk specifically on, um, you know, a little slightly different um, angle of homeschooling. So mm-hmm. I'm talking a lot. I know I'm overshine, yeah. but I want to, sh- I'll kind of do the introduction because Tom's the one who's very hands-on in the homeschooling environment. I, you know, I'm working quite a bit and he fortunately has a schedule that has allowed him to do so. But we also have my parents Mm -hmm. whom are actively engaged and work with the children too in the homeschooling environment. And we decided to do this when school uh, was released, officially released in June. I think we're on the fence of of wanting to do it this year, way before the coronavirus. I think obviously with this happening, it really, really just like, okay, we're, we're definitely doing this, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That was, you know, we had talked about it. I don't know that we would have done it though. I think there was too much apprehension, absolutely. too much fear yeah. around, you know, what does that look like? How can we teach our children or help our children in that environment? And I think our kids maybe been not wanting to go to school because they wanted to see their friends. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I mean, all their friends are being homeschooled now. So it's, it was actually very easy. That, yeah, that, that, part that was, was like, the biggest challenge mm-hmm. was the whole, you know, that, that from their standpoint in embracing and or, or wanting to or um, was the fact that, you know, socialization and their friends. And uh, now that mm-hmm. has changed. Of course, we didn't know when, when, when school got out in June and we decided to start homeschooling, we just thought, why not just do it in the summer? We obviously had a number of restrictions because of, um, COVID and we were going to be home a lot. So we thought, why not keep this going? And that way we can also try to avoid some of the regression that happens over the summer. Cause with the kids, it definitely does happen. We see it a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, so we, we started the, we started homeschooling. We were using an online program, online learning program. We do need to supplement some other subjects. And so we thought summer was a good time for us to kind of get the basics of social studies, language arts, math, and science. Mm-hmm. 
and we need to add language, of course, and then a creative writing. Um, but we've been able to also incorporate a lot of hands-on learning, like mom's done oil changes with the boys, you know, and teaching them about cars and teaching them about, you know, we're talking more about farming, gardening, you know, all of the different facets of things that we can bring in. We can also, I mean, great about homeschooling is that we can bring them to other places too, you know. Right. Our, our trips to, like, we just got back from the Tetons. Could not just be Tetons. It could be now learning. And, and that's what, they have projects, which mm-hmm. we need to follow through on mm-hmm. a couple of things on that. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. they have projects that they had chosen while we were in the Tetons um, that they picked a particular subject. And then they, of course, studied that and researched that um, throughout the week that we were there. Um, but of course, too, we have work, we both have work. And um, as we recognize, this is not necessarily sustainable for families. Um, the only reason, the only way that this happens for us is having my parents here in this oh, house. Yeah, it would not be doable. Uh, we, we could not. So I, my heart goes out to all of you parents, you know, single parents as well as, as um, you know, uh, married parents of, you know, and or split families and or, you know, combined families. It's a lot when you're thinking about the situations we're in. You know, they just announced that they are going to be homeschooling in our area through at least November. And, you know, it, that obviously it puts a lot of stress on parents. Um, it's putting a lot of stress on children as well. They were looking forward to getting back to school, to seeing their friends, engaging with their teachers. And now that's obviously not going to happen at this point. So our goal for today was really just to give you guys some insight on what we've been doing now. By no means do we feel like, you know, we're somehow winning this. You know, it's definitely we're learning as we go. And we're recognizing that we need to make some changes. Like we need to add some curriculum. We need to, you know, adjust things. And then, you know, we also we also realize that, you know, our teaching skills, my parents' teaching skills are limited, but you know what? It's okay. We're doing what we can do. Kids are doing great. I should say great, but they're doing well. I mean, yeah, the, they, the program's good. It's a good program, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and you know, yeah. honestly, I'm not as involved. So you speak a little bit on that. What's, what's it look like for you and yeah. the kids? Well, I think at the first, with this COVID, you know, if you're thinking about homeschooling, you know, there's a couple initial obstacles for one wanting the kids to even do homeschool. It, it is a lot different, you know, instead of a teacher teaching them, they're on a computer and uh, there's quizzes that are off the computer and there's no friends to kind of bounce ideas off of and all this stuff. And um, and that could be a hurdle, but initial hurdle is them wanting to do schoolwork, which I felt like was solved through their friends also doing work. So as Liam was, you know, j- just got done with sixth grade and going into seventh grade. And then within a week he was being homeschooled. So, you know, there was not that three month break, which we wanted to do uh, for our reasons of, cause we also want to uh, travel and do some things. And so his breaks will come later in the year instead of through the summer. Um, but, you know, I, I would say a lot of the big hurdles, which would, would be, which COVID actually made it easier because all of his other friends were at home doing the same thing. And so he felt more like, okay, this is the way because of this and, and where I think if we, if I, we homeschooled without that. So, um, you know, that, I think that's a big hurdle. 
um, to do that. Uh, when I'm at work, you know, grandma and grandpa really step up and do it. Um, but like Sarah said, you know, the teachings are different. Uh, another hurdle is there's a lot of stuff that I had to recall um, on doing too, you know, and, and I'm, I was always really good at math. So I feel like I teach math very well. Um, um, but, you know, there's Social a lot of studies other... is a little rough, isn't it? Yeah, it is rough. And it's, and it's, oh, and, yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot, it's a lot more work than, than I thought. But, yeah, I would say that was just the biggest, biggest hurdle. Um, and then, you know, for, for them just doing the work, uh, I think uh, with school, you, the kids could kind of skate by a little bit where to, with homeschool, you know, they had to, you know, we, we said they had to get a 90 percent or I'm sorry, 80 percent or better on the quizzes and stuff. And they're allowed to retake the quiz as much as possible uh, or as many as they can. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that it really holds them accountable, accountable to that. So um, that is actually an obstacle, you know, where, you know, if they don't take a, uh, you know, if they're not getting, if they take a quiz four or five times and now they have to go back and, and go over everything that they just read before, which could get, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's just, I mean, also too, is I, I want to share a little bit on the experience. You know, you're gone when mom and dad are yeah. out there. And I have, my office is right off of the dining area where one of the children will, um, like Lincoln will use his computer and then Elijah's out in the living area. And so I want to share a little bit more about that, but let's mm-hmm. talk about really quickly, because I'm going to kind of interview you, yeah. you know, your experience, like you get home from work at 9 a.m. sometimes mm-hmm. because and you've been gone for 24 hours. And you got to get right to it, right? Yeah, and you're, you're getting, you know, we're, we've designated the morning hours. So mm-hmm. essentially eight or nine mm-hmm. until noon-ish, or maybe even one o'clock, depending on how much work they have. Mm-hmm. You're essentially working with them. And so, you know, it's a lot, especially, you know, sometimes you're up for, well, most of the time you're yeah, up for, for 24, 24 hours. Yeah. And then you're coming home mm-hmm. and you're you're working with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um so it's a lot for you, right? But you know, yeah. what advice could you give and and how you keep it going? Like, what is your motivation? Yeah, well, motivation is seeing, uh, you know, the, the kids learn and grow, and I'm I'm like I'm part of that, you know. So that's definitely motivating. It's it's uh it's I do show up, you know, sometimes very tired, um, but it's it's rewarding to watch you teach like it's really cool to uh like i'm good at math and so math is my i love teaching math i have a a whiteboard that i go do math problems uh, on and to watch your kid not understand something and then you take them step by step through the problems you know watch him fail at the problems for a long time and then um and then and then watch something click in his mind and then him being actually very good at the end, end of that, you know, that, that part right there is, is, uh, you know, I, if you're not being homeschooled, you, you, the teachers are receiving that, that, that reward of their mm-hmm. students doing that. And the teachers do an amazing job, uh, at that. And I have a, a lot of respect for them, um, you know, doing, doing that, but, you know, to watch, and then you have a part of that, you know, so that, that part right there definitely makes it, it w- worth it. You know, the downside of having three of them in three different grades is that sometimes all three of them don't understand what, what's going on. You know, they don't understand. And they all the want you to come to them at the and, same time. At the same time. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go do Elijah first. And then Liam, I'm going to be with you. And then Lincoln, you're next. Okay. And then by the time we get to Lincoln, it's an hour later and he's off doing something else. You know, like he's, yeah, he, uh, he's gotten sidetracked too. So then you got to pull him back in. So you know, those, those are obstacles. But uh, you know, the rewards there and at the end of the day or even at the end of the week, 
it's it's really nice and it's also nice too because uh you know liam and i went climbing on on mount adams today and we summoned it and stuff and, or i mean uh last week and um you know so with that it was like he just he did a bunch of schoolwork the first two days and and well, that's the thing. I mean, he was, was motivated to yeah. get it done because he was excited about going to summit Mount Adams with his dad and he'd been wanting to do it. But you know, they can control, you know, how much they have to do every week. You know, they have a week's worth of assignments. And if they get them all done Monday, Tuesday, that means that they've got the freedom to do what they want on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I mm -hmm. mean, they will have had to do a lot of work, though, on Monday and Tuesday mm -hmm. to make sure they get it all done. But, you know, that's it's nice to be able to give them that kind of ownership as well. Mm -hmm. And they, and we've also found that um, as far as, you know, giving them that ownership, you know, they've mentioned that, that the school that they're, the work that they're doing is difficult, but I feel like they're mm -hmm. actually feeling more um, pride Absolutely. in their work, yeah. which is amazing. And, um, you know, we're using a paid program that is, um, you know, fairly inexpensive. We wanted to keep things inexpensive when it came to the programs. And, you know, we had heard uh, some good feedback. So we thought we'll give it a try. Now we may integrate other aspects, but we'll see where that goes. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so and I mean, you've done amazing. This is the thing. Tom all morning will teach the kids and in the afternoon. It's farm, house. You know, it, we just never ending here with having a small farm, having kids homeschooled, um, and both of us having, you know, careers. But I watch them grow and it's rewarding in the sense to watch them grow, but also as I know our relationship has changed in the sense that I feel like I've become a role model for them, you know, because we spend so much time together and they're watching me teach them. And so I just feel like they look at me as a role model now instead of like a dad that they respect, they've always respected me, but it's just different now. I still have a. Um, they really idolize you. They yeah. look to you as a mentor, mm -hmm. and you know, you're, yeah, I mean, That's it's a great feeling. It, yeah. It, yeah, it is. But it's also like, I got to be on my game. Like, uh, you know, uh, Elijah is learning about Confucius, right? And I got interested in that. And now on the way to work, I'm listening to audio, <laughs> audible books about Confucius. Yeah. And it's like, I have a lot of information to tell them now about Confucius. And it's like, uh, you know, I would never would have that, you know, yeah. so that's it's, it's pretty cool. Honestly, taking it back when this all started in March, the first thing that we recognized with having, you know, the kids at home full time was how our relationships were all improving. And mm -hmm. the way that they were engaging with each other was just awesome. Like mm -hmm. it just changed so much. And we realized, you know, that I'm, I'm grateful. I mean, I know it's a horrible thing what we're going through and I get that mm -hmm. and what, what's happening to people, but you know, the, the um, silver lining in it all was Absolutely. the fact that we were able to really step back and realize that mm -hmm. this might be the best thing for our family and our mm -hmm. children at this time. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I was thinking you know, at the beginning, you said, you know, about single families, um, you know, or not even that is that you have, uh, you know, a married couple, but one parent has to stay home now for homeschooling, mm -hmm. you know, which takes a big hit, obviously, on, on income-wise. Um, but the, like Sarah said, the silver lining on that or just the stuff we were talking about, it's, it definitely changes things. And it's, it's nice to, to that know that I'm at an early age of my kids. Um, I'm part of their foundation 
I mean, obviously, as they get older, you know, they're gonna you want you want to push them away, and so they they become more independent. But to know that you had more part of their foundation, you know, and which you know, you know, for me, my foundation is every time I go through tough times, you just kind of re- revert back to who you are and your foundation and stuff, and to know that you know that you're part of that too. So which could be, you know, priceless in a sense. You know, I mean, I know, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the thing. And I, I, you know, 100%, but I will say too, is something that we haven't talked about here just yet is my parents, um, our parents, I, they're our parents, they're, you know, biological, I'm their biological daughter, of course. <laughs> I call um, mom they, yeah, you call mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're here in the home. And of course, Tom is usually going to be gone, you know, two weekdays, you know, he does 24 hour shifts. So he's going to be gone for those periods of time. And I, I am in my office. It's just, it's very busy right yeah, now. Much. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I know from, you know, where I'm in the tech industry, but I know I've had a number of conversations with friends who feel like, you know, this has been a period of time in which they've worked the hardest in their lives. And there's a lot of stress and I get it. And I totally understand and definitely have um, a share, <laughs> share in that. I'm grateful and I enjoy what I do, but it has been very busy. So that being said, when Tom is gone, my parents are the ones who are picking up the slack for us. So uh, mom and dad come up at 8 a.m. Um, I'm in my office by about that time. Kids are up getting breakfast and they're supposed to be in front of their computers at 8 a.m. My my youngest, our youngest, excuse mm-hmm. me, Lincoln, um, gets easily distracted. He is the one that needs the most oversight. So we put him with my father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my father will keep him in line. Um, the one thing that and he's great at working and engaging with them. And I think it's been really good for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom will work more with Elijah and our oldest he for the most part can, can handle his own. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he has questions or anything, he'll just hold on to the, um, activity that's happening for that particular subject until Tom is back, uh, for the most part. So, it's it's worked for us, and we've had to rely on the oldest to be more independent, to be more self, um, yeah, selfless. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah. And my parents, it's been it's been good on them as well. It's challenged them. I know they've had their struggles as well because it is, you know, they're learning, right? Um, yeah. And it's on a computer, which my parents are not really great with mm-hmm. technology, um, and they just don't really have a desire for it either. Um, so. I appreciate that they're there with them. I will say, and it's very funny because uh, uh, there was one day that my dad um, had slept in a little bit. My mom came upstairs when Tom was gone and Lincoln was struggling a little bit with his computer. So he he opted, so Grammy's going to go run downstairs, grab grandpa to help him out. Well, smart kid, my dad is um, a little bit more um, give answers. <laughs> so... Of course, Lincoln wants grandpa because grandpa, even though grandpa will, you know, raise his voice at him or does, you know, doesn't have his patience, he'll give him the answers. So he's, you know, nothing phases Lincoln when it comes to somebody raising their voice or trying to keep him in line, but he'll take someone who's going to give him the answers. Absolutely. (laughs) So, you know, we are working with that. You got to pick your battles. It's the way it is. And at the end of the week, Lincoln's learning a lot. And absolutely. Yeah, there is something different when I get home where I'm like, I don't know, Lincoln figured it out. Like, you know, and I, it's, you got to let them, you got to watch them fail. You know, it's, they're going to be failing their whole life, you know, and there is beauty in failure too. So that's, but yeah, it is, 
it is a different mindset because he looks at me like right he knows yeah like how can i work yeah yeah, yeah. it's he, a smart little guy oh um, absolutely like as long as you have that energy in the right way it's yeah. going to serve him well but he is yeah. definitely um yeah he'll take he'll take 10 minutes to get the answer from you when it would would only take him two minutes to just do it himself, himself. Yeah. yeah and, and that for him that makes sense <laughs> Like I'll, I'll I'll take ten minutes to get that <laughs> if you give me the answer then yeah so. he's gonna make a good sales oh absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. anyways well you know what let's go ahead and wrap that up I mean we we uh, we try to keep our episodes around twenty minutes we're a little over I wanted to make sure to give some more insight on that if you have any questions or would like any feedback from our experience and or you guys you know anyone out there listeners are mm-hmm. trying to see you know what is the best fit for their family. Um, please do message us, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, You can email us. We've got our um, website at livingmultigen.com and there's contact information in there. We are more than happy to give information. We totally understand that this is a challenging time and it has been um, definitely a lot of navigation and, you know, obviously things work, things don't work, trial and error on our part. And uh, we're just trying to keep it going. So we thought we'd share a little bit more about what that looks like for us so far. And um, yeah, we look forward to continuing to share. We're going to try and pick this up a little bit more often and uh, make sure that we get some, uh, we provide some insight to our experience and uh, hopefully can share some, uh, some more of, of life. So looking forward to it. Thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day.